greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie. Come on and hear me now. Greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the Number 25. <laughs> that happened last time. I showed up here on Sunday. We filmed, so, we filmed part two before part one last time. <laughs> so, this one, I think we're. The group is pretty consistent on this one. Uh, the high vote on this one is Derek. Derek has it at number 16. The low vote on this is Katie. Katie has it at number 33. Um, this is. Uh, one of our favorite directors this is uh, Django Unchained. We're going to have the white. <laughs> yes. Uh, again, this is for for this list. This is very consistent. I think everyone liked this movie. I think everyone has it sort of right in the middle of their list for the most part. I'm at 31. Yeah. Um, Not your favorite Tarantino movie. No, but it was a good. Th- I think it came out like on Christmas week. Or yeah. It was a good way to spend a day during that like holiday rush. And I saw it with an all-white, like, uh, mm-hmm. neoliberal Santa Monica audience. <laughs> and they were gasping at some of the bits. They <laughs> <laughs> were like, I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, people were gasping. I yeah. that. <laughs> you know, like that. that was Just like, to watch DiCaprio play an absolute piece of shit villain yeah. is worth the watch. This, this movie is a great film for the screen. Watching it at home takes a little because you want to be with an audience on that and to see all this shit. The this reaction, crazy shit. It's yeah, a very yeah. shocking movie. The, the shocks in this movie and the way it treats the characters, like watching it together with strangers, makes it better. I gotta say, and, and I hate to say this out loud because it sounds weird, but you guys know where I'm coming from this, but the excessive violence is also so fun to watch. I love the violence. Yeah, because Tarantino knows how to use it. It's fun. It's part of the comedy love, of the movie. I love watching Quentin get blown out of his shoes. When, um, yeah. <laughs> when you... <laughs> I mean, Quentin Tarantino's Australian accent probably knocked this down like two or three places for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is on the level of your Keanu Reeves devil's accent. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the worst accent that we had and in, he, in the he, entire season. He did it season. because Uma Thurman's Stunt double is Australian. Zoe Bell, and yeah. And he was trying to do a Zoe Bell character for the yeah. thing. Zoe Bell's in the movie. Kid just been her. Is she also in The Hateful Eight, too? Yeah. She's, in, she's in Death Proof. She, he yeah. uses her a yeah. lot. Yeah, she's in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. she's in all past, the ones at Uma. Past a certain year, yeah, she's in a bunch, yeah. I think my favorite Tarantino role is in Little Nicky when he plays the priest that's blind. You so make my favorite, it's, it's the, the best Tarantino <laughs> role is Dust Till Dawn. I haven't seen it. As seen an actor? One. Do you know what Dust Till Dawn is about? All right, all right. Here's the thing. It's before you explain Dust Till Dawn. Yes, that's his second best role, but his first best role is Jimmy with the coffee. Okay, sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. Dust Till Dawn starts starts as a very by the numbers heist movie, where Quentin Tarantino, yeah, fusion movie. Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney play brothers who are thieves. In order to get across the border, they basically kidnap a family, uh, which has um, our guy here, whose name I'm, I'm, I've been drinking. What's the, the name of the actor here, who was just in Taxi Driver, that we just talked about? Peter Boyle? Nope. The, uh, the Harvey other one? Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Uh, Juliet Lewis and another actor who basically never did anything else afterwards. They are the family. Um, 
they're hi- they're basically hijacked. It's a Tarantino script. Okay. Yeah, Tarantino script directed by Robert Rodriguez. Um, they stop at a bar. They're trying to get over the border. The titty twister. He the says titty- a bar. It's called the titty. The twister. titty twister. <laughs> a strip club where Cheech Marin is hawking yeah. customers Cheech- on the street. Cheech Marin plays five roles in this yeah. movie. I'm not exaggerating. This movie's tremendous. Yeah, the first half of the movie is like this movie. They stop at this bar, and uh oh, the bar's full of vampires. And now it's a whole different fucking and movie. And Tom Savini comes in Tom, as a guy named yeah. Sex Machine. Tom yeah. Savini? Tom, Tom Savini. In the movie. Oh, I'm surprised you guys don't call him Savini or whatever. Yeah. It's Savini. Yeah. Tom Savini comes Scorsese in. Scorsese Savini. 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 Savini Scorsese. comes in as a guy named Sex Machine who carries a whip, wears a, t- uh, wears a sleeveless shirt... <laughs> And has a pistol for a cock. <laughs> this movie okay. is like a movie I have to watch. You, back to Django. <laughs> Django. Uh, yeah. So Django, you uppity son of a. From I this, count six shots, sir. I count two guns. <laughs> the best line. Of the yeah. He's like, I love when he's about to shoot the camera. He's like, I'm sorry. so I'm gonna say. I, from, I, can't, I can't help it. From <laughs> this point forward, every movie's incredible. My opinion. Every movie's great from this point forward. Um, Django. I mean, it's, it's Tarantino scripts, Tarantino movie. He's never made a bad movie. Again, correct. I, yeah. I think Django's in this little period of Tarantino. Django is, is right behind *Inglorious uh, Bastards*. Where did you have a total on the list? Uh, Django, I had at number. I think you said sixteen. I think it was. All right. it. Yeah, that's fine. I can accept that. Okay, so number twenty-four. The high vote was Katie. Katie had it at number seven. The low vote was Derek. Derek had it at number forty-three. Chris, what do you think it is? You had it at pretty high as well. We're we're halfway through the list. It's a it's a Katie seven. It's a Katie seven. Katie's been all over the place. She's like the the live. She's harder to read than I. Yeah, Yeah, she's she's like me 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 me. No offense, Katie. Katie, we love you. Thank you for doing the list. Yes. I I, when I did the me 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 thing, I was doing like my finger bouncing around. She can't see it, so. He's also um, naked right now. I, <laughs> well, I, I We're all naked. Yeah, we took him off an hour ago. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the very hot hair. <laughs> Derek, get out of there. <laughs> Sorry. All right, what is... Give me the numbers one more time, just so I can look at the list. Uh, Katie had it seven. seven. Derek had it 43. A Katie seven and a Derek 43, yep. and we haven't said it yet. Oh, I know. It's Wild Wild West. No, the Wild West was, was the was dead last. Oh, yeah. it's 50. <laughs> it's 50. No, this movie... Uh, go ahead, give it to me. I can't. ...is Clerks. Katie. Yep. I like it. Yes. I like it. I had it at 13. Yep. Uh, Clerks, I Derek, care to explain yourself? Did not love it, Derek. Right? It's quirky. It's fun. Oh it's not. Here we go. And fucking Little Miss Sunshine isn't quirky. It's, I mean, Little Miss Sunshine has. It's a fucking, rip off it's of Clerks. Ha, it has a heart. It has a heart. Clerks has a heart. Clerks doesn't really have a heart. It, it's it's a good Kevin Smith movie. It's uh, it's a classic. It's a cult classic. Um, I like a lot of what it's saying and a lot of what it's doing. It's just not a movie that I would throw on again. So, all right, and you don't like the Kevin Smith canon. No, I do. I, I do like it. I, I, I don't dislike the movie. Again, again, the, the cop out answers is a lot of heavyweights in this in this category of the season. Um, I, I, I watched this movie twice, both times. At second time, especially, I wanted to like it more than the first time. 
I did like it. It's just not up against the movies that we did this season. Again, it's just it's it's a good start to a great career, um, and it's very good. And obviously, it came out with two sequels because the, the story's compelling. It's a good concept. It's like eight sequels, if you. Yeah, the it's a good concept. Everything about it. Like, I love the, the James and Bob stuff. The hockey and the roof. Like everything's quirky. It's fun. Try not to suck any dick on the way to the back. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's it's like it's kind of reminds me of like what Dumb and Dumber is the concept of like these two guys. I think this two two guys whatever, and I just it it just it, it's not a movie I just keep it, watching. This is like real. This is cinema verti. This is it's not for me. It, it this guy mortgaged uh, his house and his mother's house, and credit cards were maxed out to buy equipment to make a movie because. He knew what he was doing, but he was born in the wrong place. I think he could have, he could have found better actors that are unknown, personally. In New Jersey? Just, they they were he, good. They were serviceable. And, I just don't think they were... He goes on to do... You know, he, he's like one of the early guys hard on Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, who become, you know, conquer the fucking field. Yeah. Like, he, he goes on to use better actors, but for this, like, this is pretty much a home movie. Hey, if we did 200 movies, it may have still been 42. It's it's the it's the crazy way to just think of this guy sh- making this script and shooting I this movie. It, I give it a lot of credit. Gets I, into cons. I give it a lot. Goes of, to Venice. A lot of pros. Sundance. A lot of pros. Bought by. A lot of pros. Bought by the biggest wig in Hollywood at the time. Big pros. Let's not talk about that guy. But we don't have to mention. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to, it's a good but, movie. It, it, I said a lot of nice things about it. I'm just saying it's not a movie I would throw on above some of these other ones. I um, respect it. I respect you love you love Tarantino. He's the '90s I, independent guy. I He's one it. of them. Kevin Smith is also one of the '90s independent guy. Richard uh, Richard Linklater, um, Before Sunset, After Sunset. Yep. Who was that? Before Sunrise, Linklater. Yeah. Yeah, Linklater. I, I, I respect it on every level. I, I don't think if Kevin Smith was going for fantasy, he fucking nailed it. It's not realistic. The dialogue, and that's realistic. that's where you're wrong about this movie because this is it's, I've never heard just anybody talk a like this. slice of pie. You're with us, we're the biggest nerds ever. Who we always talk like this. We, the way what happened to the guys who, who Tarantino, were just the, the Tarantino would have made the dialogue just a plus. It's good, it's good dialogue. It's not, okay. Kevin Smith made this movie for like 30 bucks and a pack of gum. You're defending this yeah. movie, and I'm saying it's good, it's just not as good as you guys think it is. That's it. Derek is wrong again. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard to this operate is, those this, cameras. We're getting to the point where Derek, your name's going to come up a lot. Kevin Smith had shit and didn't make shit. That's what I'm saying. It's just not a movie wow. I thought. No, wow. no. This, this, wow. This movie. It's not shit. It's not a bad movie. It's a good movie. So I there's just, the there's the humor. There's like the humor of the '80s, right? <laughs> Everyone goes to camp. You pull boobs out. You pull pranks. You pull boobs. This out. movie is. The humor of the '90s, which is you criticize it. the things you love, I get it. but you still love them. I get it. You complain about your day to day. Let's um, okay. Let's let's move on. I think we've we've litigated clerks quite a bit here. Okay. Uh, I think we understand that Derek's wrong. Uh, <laughs> but here's um here's a movie that it's a good movie. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> wrong. But you can't say it's a good movie and then bury wrong. it. I didn't bury it. It's you just not as good it. as some other ones. What number was it? For me? Yeah. I had it at 42. 43. I picked a lot of okay, movies. Okay, guys, guys, guys. Okay, here's a movie I'm honestly shocked did not make it higher up the list. This is this is one of the bigger surprises to me. Rick just put a serious face on. Um, the high vote was me. Touch me. I had the high vote. I had it at number 12. 12. The low... <laughs> 12. I had, it, I, had it, I had it a dozen. Dozen movies. Uh, no, I had it at 12. Katie was the low vote. Had it forty. Wait, that's two half dozen, right? It's two half dozen. Yes. Uh, 
It's one less than a baker's dozen. <laughs> uh, Katie had it at 44. Here comes Katie the wild card. No country for old men. Now, okay, here we go. Gia is here for this. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, I, I think... Um, this movie we talked about is about nihilism, right? Yes. It's, it's kind of this movie where you flip a coin, you see what happens. I think the reason yeah. why I enjoy this movie and it's high on my list is because... Where is it? That, um... I think I had it at 17. Not bad. Um, it shocked me because it just seemed like the way real life is. And I know you haven't seen Game of Thrones, but a lot of the deaths in Game of Thrones are like, they're random, they're quick, and you're like... There's no sentimental last speech. People just fucking get shot in their death. No, I've seen the deaths on Pornhub. But I just have a lot But like this felt realistic to me. It was just like, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen No Country for Old Men, I'm sorry, but your main character dies halfway through the movie. Off screen. Off screen. And you're like, what the flying fuck? And I think that's where I think Gia, maybe even Katie were like, This is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I get that. But I liked that it took chances that not a lot of movies do. And I think that uh, also, um, what's his face, uh, Javier Bardem is yeah, tremendous yes. in this movie. He's great in everything. The he's scene, touches, the yeah. scene in the convenience store with the with the coin and stuff, and the man, that's just a good that's, scene. That's a big and, scene. What, what yeah. acting? That's that one scene. of the like top ten scenes of the decade. The, 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 the tension. The way in that this guy just—I mean, it's like if Jason was taken seriously, yeah. like the Killing Machine aspect of it. Like, yeah. let's do a real movie about so, it. But realistic is the hero does not win. And I like that, because what movies do we watch? How many movies are there in the world where the bad guys win? There's not a huge amount of them. This movie takes chances. It ends with that speech of Tommy Lee Jones in the kitchen. Kind of being like, you know, this, this world. You know, his, his, I love so, that his dream he talks about. It's just so good. So here's a question. Two movies we've done, different episodes this season. These movies are brothers. What do you guys prefer? Do you like No Country, or do you like There Will Be Blood? I go There Will Be Blood. And I'm sure if you look at the list from last season, I probably have it higher. I, I love Old, no, uh, old Country, No Country. I, I got to go, go with No Country because it takes more chances. But, I mean, it's hard for me to go against Dale Lewis. And I have it at 32. I think I No Country takes more chances, and the director and the writers are like, watch this fucking I think I, I think I agree with that. I think I have No Country above, no, uh, above There Will Be Blood. Both fantastic. Both, yeah. yes. Fantastic. Both yeah. alt. I mean, and, and it's not fair to compare an auteur's masterpiece to each other, but sure. that's the privilege they have in their it's, career. They yeah. they beg to be yeah. compared because they were because filming fucking down the road from each other. And I'll say yeah. this too. That's I'll how, say this too. If the main character played by what's his name Josh Brolin, Josh Brolin survived and defeated the villain, I probably wouldn't even like the movie. I'm going that far as that this movie was like. This isn't your normal movie. This is how shit really. Is. Have Have you seen Blood Simple? The first, their clerks, their first movie that they financed out of their pocket. Do you watch that? Blood, Blood Simple. Simple. No, I never watched. Great it. movie. Watch it. It's so. This is like a non. The Coens, Sam Raimi, and um, like one of the Coens, uh, the, the actress um, uh, McDermott. Yes, Francis McDermott. Uh, McDormand. They all like lived together. In a, like, they're roommates at the time. Surprise, surprise, Bruce Campbell was the funny man. Bru- yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any Bruce Campbell. Oh, you're missing it. You're missing it. I think you would freak the fuck out over Evil Dead 2. Yeah, I know. You would, I should probably see the first one first. No, you don't have to. I, 
even that's the this is the high fidelity yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, anyways, just <laughs> no, wanna, I haven't seen Evil Dead Two. I just want to say for the record that No Country for Old Men. If you watched it and didn't like it, I think you'll like it again the second time you watch it. Knowing what right. you know about, I don't it, think anyone watches. We're on the we're on the record here. Okay. I don't think people don't like this when they watch it. G didn't like it when she first saw it. I was also That's really exhausted said. and put it on really late at night. And, and I was she, just upset because Josh Brolin, I was like, what? It's a she movie went, you have to she engage She went to bed. Yeah. I got, that was I got the, we got into an argument. And I, said, I literally Explain to me why I was wrong. I chastised <laughs> This is what we're going to bed, so I fucked up. The place much like I chastised you when we were cuddling. Again. He's always the big spoon. I am always the big spoon. I'm glad you could tell that. Small dick, but big spoon. Like most of the movies. Wait a minute. That's not true, because his canon nickname has nothing to do with small dick. Yeah. All right. Let's move Let's move on. Okay. Number 22. The high vote on this was Derek. Derek had a number 8. The low vote on this was... It was a tie between myself and Katie. We had a number 35. That is American History X. Wow. No love from Rick. One thing I'm sure that all five of us can agree on, it is a heavy duty. Yes. I had it at 17. My father couldn't finish the movie. He was too intense for it. And I was upset by that because I wanted him to see because I think the prison scenes are really where the story starts taking that different approach, um, and and I, I think that uh, it's it's like I said it's heavy duty it's not for everybody but I think it makes its point and I think that I just think uh, Edward Norton from what we know about him I, we know that he's like has to be in control and he 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 took control of this movie from the director's sure. hands and uh, Tony K. Yeah, and I, I just think it's the acting is good. I think that I love the black and white flashbacks. Um, I love the dirty apartment they live in and stuff. And yeah. it was before Edward Furlong got weird and creepy. Yeah, and, and the, the scene. Well, this the is scene, the start of one it. of the scenes I that I absolutely love is when you find out like where Derek Vineyard got his his thoughts. With his father at the dinner table, and it's very subtle. And who would have thought that it's the father from Boy Meets World? <laughs> yeah, so I, that's what I, makes I it so good, though. I a love defense Alan. of this movie, I need Rick to explain why he didn't like this. I don't think he dislikes it. I don't dislike this movie. Yeah, I, I think it's just to me, it's very 90s and very like. But Clark is okay being very 90s, yes, because I think it's a it's define the 90s. I, I mean, no, it's not. So, Clerks, I had at. I pick Empire. I had it th- I did at 32, so I had it right in the same range. Three Ninjas is the 90s. So, yeah, Clerks. Uh, I had a VHS tape that we <laughs> that we got off TV that we had both hook right into Three Ninjas. There you go. There you All you need now was Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> 90s Pizza Hut. No, so. Um, again, I think this grapples with issues. I think this movie takes a bigger bite than it can handle. Uh, I think it's very... um, I think its heart is in the right place, but I think it maybe doesn't have the... It can't handle the subtlety of the issue. I think the... Like, Ed Norton's character is like 100% a shithead, and then he goes to jail, and he gets raped, and he's 100% a great guy. Yeah. No, he's not, though. Because he even says at the end of the movie, he's like, I'm going like this just to like get my head on straight. So he's not that guy. He says that, but the there's end. no example of that. Yeah. But no, he's, the, he, the example is the rape clean. Who's the, yeah. I mean, there's two, there are two black guys in his life that he's like kind to. 
is the guy who literally saved his life in prison and the teacher who saved his life in prison. You know what I mean? It helped him. But like we don't see yeah, any other... It, it's more about like lost youth, like bad mentors. Like it, Obviously, it's using this culture as an example. But I think what Rick's saying is this... It tries to show like this is a pocket of society, which now we've come to realize in a post-Trump presidency that this is like 30% of society that we live in. Sometimes it feels yeah. bigger, and that's scary. It's yeah. not, and that's I mean that's something to take uh, solace in is that it it is just 30%. I think it's and because still that's too many. That it, is it's too just many. because yeah. they're all very vocal. Yes, they are. Yeah. That, and, the and loudest mother in the room is we, not the. We've yeah. seen we've seen these people. There are so many people that would be going to jail for, let's say, on January 6th last year, they had some fun activities, uh, and they're going to jail, but they're not changing the way they think. Right. No, this, they did. Now, now they're against being arrested in general. That's like yes. another thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, We're this not getting treated this happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it, it's, it's very much... To me, it's like this guy goes to jail, something horrible happens to him, and then it's just like my whole life is changed. And you know, maybe that happens to some people, but it's it's a very you know yeah. the movie's in black and white and a lot of a lot of it. So like, so in the greatest movie of all time podcast, first Rick just changed my mind. I want to take this from seventeen. I want to throw this back. I want to throw it back to twenty six. Well, you I know, just the, moved the everyone list, up one. The list yeah. locked in. But Rick had done, but, he done it. He saw it. Yeah. I'm throwing it back. All right, let's, uh, let's move on here. Oh, ten spots. Dude. I'm throwing it back ten spots. Okay, let's go to a very different movie, number 21. The high vote on this was Anthony. Anthony had it 11. The low vote was Chris. He had it 35. And this is our second MCU movie. This, this is, is not, Iron Man. This is not a shameful 35. Nope, absolutely not. Yeah, this is one of those examples of it's yep. 35, but... You know, what's it surrounded by? My cousin it's Vinny and Forrest It's not my favorite Gump. movie ever, but when yep. it came out and when I saw it, I was blown away. I enjoyed it. This yeah. movie came out, what, two months before another superhero movie that we've not got to yet? Um, and it's not that movie. Yep, it's not that movie. Yeah. Uh, it obviously is more significant in retrospect because of what it started. For non, for people who don't read the comics and don't know about the MCU, I mean, obviously MCU wasn't even a thing yet, but I didn't know much about Iron Man. All I knew was from this game that my uncle had, the Super Nintendo game. Sure. When I saw it, I was like, this is such an awesome character. Like, Tony Stark's the man. He's hilarious. He's somewhat down to earth, even though I have nothing in relation with him. But, like, I felt like he was a great, it was a great performance. Perfect guy for the role. It, it just completely catapulted his career. I agree um, with And that. Iron Man becomes, like, and then, of course, spoiler alert, this movie has so much more impact when you go later and look back at it and go, he fucking died and this is where he started. Like, it's a great story. But I love the villain in it. Like, yeah, I think that the movie Jeff version is so good. I agree with that too. I think the movie did a better. Tony Stark job. built us in a cave with scraps. I think it did a better job <laughs> than the cartoons that yeah. we were fed, or the comic. Books. I wasn't fed those, so I, I have nothing. We go were by. fed, Derek. Where were you on Saturday? I was morning? eating raviolis, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because no, when you talk cartoons, I was like, this is you know. This I get your thirty-five show. though. There's a lot of heavyweights in this list. Yeah, yeah, but. And again, I fall back. But like, I love the MCU. I had a lot of fun watching them. It is hard for me to put those in like my top twenty. I, and I don't like, honestly, if I was going to say a least favorite thing about this one, I don't like when a movie's best moment comes down to like something like at the end of this. 
he gets up on the press conference, says, I am Iron Man, and then boom, we go into Black Sabbath. Like, that's a great moment, and I, I don't want to, like, the, the last second of a movie shouldn't be the best part of a movie, but it leads to the MCU. That yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. I, so, think, I think John Favreau hit it, it out of the park. Yeah. He hit a home run. It may not have been a grand slam, but it was definitely a Everyone's up his ass. Everyone's neurotic. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, he's just, let me handle it. I am Iron Man. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. <laughs> We're hitting the top 20 now. No We're getting serious. Um, I hope you're still listening out there. Go no fuck yourself. We got two All drinks right. left. Number 20. Fuck <laughs> The high vote on this, on number 20, was me. I had it at number 5. I can't believe Rick likes movies. Yep. I feel like every, I feel like every movie he had was in the 40s. He ranked them all in the 40s <laughs> to, the, to the 90s. I had it. I had yeah, it. This one at 96. Yeah, this one at 84. <laughs> I had it at number 5. Uh, Derek, you had the low vote on this one. I'm sure I know what it is. I don't think you do. Okay. You might. Uh, but you had it at number 46. Uh, this movie is Alien. Wow, Derek. Get in the hot seat. Yeah, Dust uh, off that hot seat. I'll tell you what ruined it. Boom! I'm going to heckle you. I'm not going to let you tell you. I'm going to hurt you mentally. I'm not going to let you tell me what's um, wrong with it. So, here's my, here's my big, big defense. Go there, on. There were 45 movies that I watched also that just had a bigger impact on me. I did wow. not dislike Alien. We had fun in that episode. I had a ball talking about it. I think what also kind of ruined it for me, and it's a movie that came out a couple years later, is, is how much is, me and Rick liked it. Is, is, <laughs> is, is, be is the, the movie John Carpenter's The Thing. Okay. Um, I saw it first. It just, for the same kind of type of movie, it just took the it just took the cake. Everything else I've seen now in the 80s or the late 70s that has something to do with like, like 10 Little Indians type thing, it's just, The Thing is my movie. So watching this, I had a lot of fun. Um, I love sci-fi stuff. I love the, the all the conversations we had. Uh, I love Ian Holm in that movie. Sigourney Weaver's a uh, you know classic. Which makes me wonder why is that forty six? You know, looking at my list now, you know, there's just a bunch of movies that I think. Another thing I did was, what would I throw on first? And that one ended. And I just saw it's my first time. I'm a, I'm a fucking alien rookie. Um, you're very alien. Is very alien to you, as you're saying. It's not alien to me. It's just it just. We, there's me a lot me of and Rick movies. were very close. He had it at five. I had it at six. Yeah, th- this You're movie for like me right is there definitely not top ten. But I understand why it would be to some people. People with smaller brains. Wow. <laughs> I didn't see it, so I can't say. Here's my advice. Watch it. Okay. She's not going to like it. And rewatch it. That's my advice, and we'll leave it at that. Rick, you want to add anything? Yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that Derek is a fucking moron. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, I mean... Moronic, this, not a moron. So, so this, is, uh, this is a movie where... Tremendous. Um, so much spins out of it, right? You know, does the thing exist if not for this? Um, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, spoilers. I have the thing higher than this movie. Me too. But um, I think Chris, you and I uh, put more, put more. Yes, I mean, well, that's obvious. <laughs> we put more stock in the originators. True. I think we. We look at something that did uh, originality. Originality, something that that trailblazed. I'm all for that. I really. But you're not. No, I am all for that. I get that that originality is is key. Derek, I've seen your list. You're not for that. (laughs) No, that's not. You can say for it all you want. Well, what 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 else do I have that doesn't have to do? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. (laughs) 
We'll get to it. Alien is a good movie. It's overrated. I feel I feel bad. Did you watch Alien, the sequel to it? Aliens. No. Why would I waste my time? I got the only fucking movies I gotta watch in the show. So so fifty. Yeah. <laughs> no, this week, this last week I watched like seven. All right. It, it's so just to defend this one last time, like it needs any defending. If you watch it hand in hand with the sequel, you'll see how many times me and Rick reference the sequel that James Cameron makes a few years later. If you watch them together yeah, as a unit, as the story, <laughs> yeah, you, you can, uh, yeah, you can appreciate. There's two that I'm talking about. More. <laughs> there are five movies. Well, one I didn't see. There are four movies I like. Less than Alien. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's. Why I like Alien. We'll like get it. to that's it. That's why Dune <laughs> is worse than Joseph Rabbit. I get it. <laughs> Every time we say Josephine Rabbit, yeah. I'm like, Hey, everybody! Gregory, Gregory Rabbit, dance. Come on. All right. Um, we know how wrong Derek is about this. Um, number nineteen. Speaking of movies, Derek is wrong about. Uh, number nineteen. The high vote in this one is Katie. She is at number six. Derek is the low vote. He has that number. 41. This movie is Die Hard. I like Die Hard. Die Hard's I like good. It. I'm a fan. Die Hard's good. I got it I was, 12. I was, I was actually surprised that I liked it because, of course, we know I'm not the biggest Bruce Willis fan, but I really enjoyed it. It's just, again, I'm still a rookie to the movie. I've seen it twice. Actually, after a few weeks, I had Gia watch it, so I watched it two times. I'm a fan. I think it's a really fun movie. Oh, wait. Derek's in the 40s and... And Katie's in the sixes. Yeah, Katie's oh, oh, six. I thought this was no, no, no. you were in the sixes. No, 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 no. Oh, boo! Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's okay. just a lot. It's of a great movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. I definitely right. added to my Christmas list if that makes you. She absolutely. Yeah. Together, I, I did. Come on to the I coast. Mean, I mean, love you. I made a point. I made a point to say, Gia, we'll watch Die Hard. I know you. I know you have your. It's actually pretty good. I actually said that. I like always remember it being on at my house. Like my dad was always like, if it's on, he's watching it. But I don't think I've ever sat down and watched so, it with him. For the sake of sounding like a broken record, this is an originator as well. This movie's been copied a thousand times. No, I get it. Yeah, and it's always the first through the glass. Who's the best? We got some bangers up here. It's hard for me to, to, to put them. I told you also that I wasn't comfortable with this list. It was difficult for me. I am a fan of Die Hard. I would watch it again. It's just. It, it's the 46th best movie that No, was. I had it higher than that. You're 41. 41. I mean, yeah. I have it right... Bo- you love right, it so I, much. I have it right behind Drive. You that, couldn't could be, s- that could easily be swapped in another week. You couldn't say that it was the be- 25. You loved it so much. It's I liked it. I, th- I think it was really good, but there's just a lot of movies that I think I'd throw on before it, but that might change in the future. Oh, I think it will. As, 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 <laughs> you don't like classics. As That's true. Mature, Derek does not like classics. <laughs> as he matures, he will throw it on sooner. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been waiting level, for that for. Level is so I've been waiting for that for almost twenty years. So. <laughs> Gee, I'm sure one, you're waiting for him to mature as well. It's. I, I have to someday. say that I'm upset to know that I've known him for twenty years. That's, it's just too fucking it's, long. It's, <laughs> that, uh, day, that day in that hallway with Alex Dunham. I was just say, Derek. <laughs> At this point in the show, I'm I would have showed up in video production class and be like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> At this point in the show, I am gonna take a step back and I'm gonna detach myself from how great some of these movies are because this conversation is veering this... in an ugly direction. You're gonna get more upset later. No, no, I'm gonna just wait, detach. Derek, Chris, I'm detaching. Chris, I'm detaching. Just wait. I'm floating away. You're gonna you're gonna be brought back. I'm okay. Meditating. So number eight. Number eighteen. Number eighteen. 
The high vote on this was Anthony. He had a number three. Lion King Part 3. Yes. Li- <laughs> Li- it's Prime Lion is King 2, Simba's Prime. The low vote on this one was Derek. Three in a row, you the low vote. You had a number 33. And this movie is Scream. Three. three. Now, this is another one mm-hmm. where I... My mom is trying to get in this <laughs> This is another one that I uh, requested comment from Anthony here. While I think the other movies on the list are pretty good, <laughs> I have to say, Scream now, comedy now if you with re- horror. If you recall, Anthony was on the Scream episode. It was a good with episode. Us. Yes, it was. All of our episodes are good, except the ones that Derek is on. Uh, <laughs> now he's very in the show. <laughs> So this is Colin and Scream. So I won't go into too much detail because listeners can go back and to and the Scream episode I guessed it on, which is great, excellent advertising, Anthony. Good job. But this movie is number one of the top two or three horror directors of all time, meaning uh, of all time making the movie the exact movie that he wanted to make is ex- is very special to so accurately parody and modernize all the beats of the 70s and 80s slasher movies while also making an iconic and epic slasher that becomes the new blueprint for so many horror movies for a decade or more. Also, the Ghostface Max, Ghostface Mask is so fucking cool and scary, and the opening scene where Casey is murdered is my favorite horror scene of all time. Alright, so Anthony, I have this at 26, and you're not wrong about anything you've written. But we could do a paragraph like that for every single movie on this list, <laughs> and fucking Scream still does not fall at number three. That's it. I Derek, it go ahead. I had it at 33. I love Scream. It's it, everything he said is right. I mean, it does comedy and horror really well. Yeah. Um, I think when I was a kid, <laughs> you, you said that in your impression. That yes, you did. <laughs> you did. Just comedy and horror. And there's Personally. <laughs> <laughs> this is. We know what Anthony sounds like. He's been on the show. He doesn't sound like an old British man. Well, <laughs> like Scream is some fucking highfalutin, like fucking like ah yes, this is of course uh, the I French New Wave. Of course, of course, of course. Today we're watching the classic <laughs> Seven Samurai, Jules and Jim, and Scream. <laughs> The, the pure fact that Drew Barrymore dies in the first scene is, <laughs> is perhaps crazy to me. Um, I love it. I love Scream. But you're the low vote, so you don't love it as much as everybody else. 33's not too bad. 33's not bad. I gotta, t- I gotta agree with Derek on that one, because my 33's Christmas Vacation, we all agree, I watch that every year, so Derek... All right. Let's move forward. So here's another one where Anthony is the high vote. He has a number five. Beauty and the Beast. The original the, animated 1992. The, the, the low vote on this one. This is number uh, number 17. Uh, Chris has it at number 37. And this movie is the first movie we did this season. It is Wally. I feel like Chris just doesn't like animated movies. I like this movie. Thirty-seven's great for this. No, Thirty-seven's not great. Uh, this is another. This is another one where I got a quote from Anthony. This is I got a. Uh, can I? Can I read it? Wally. No, you can't because this, his, he sent it in one big uh, document, so it'll give away his other uh, ah, okay. other votes. Okay, so Wally. Pixar in general rarely misses, and Wally might be their best 
or at least most impressive movie. The general plot is extremely relevant and will continue to be as long as we live in a world ruled by Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. However, what makes this movie special to me is the way they Trojan horse this extremely heavy and anti-capitalist message into an extremely watchable and digestible story about two cute robots falling in love. The first 20-ish minutes, uh, with essentially no dialogue, forces you to fall in love with the character of Wally and ironically humanizes him in a way that some films, films fail to do with non-animated actual human characters. Don't sleep on Wally because it's cute and animated. The movie is smart, important, and effective at what it wants to do. P.S. I also really enjoyed the cockroach neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> Best sidekick of 2022. 2022. Uh, I I agree with Anthony, and uh, I feel like again that's a that's a great take, sir. But a lot of these movies, this these 50 movies, we can make great takes on each of them. And He's right, though. Yeah. The mere fact that it makes you fall... There's no dialogue. It's like, yeah. they do a great yeah. job just like bringing you right in and making you love everything about it. It's This uh, movie is better than Holo Dolly, which it, it uses scenes from. Yeah. Um, which is a beautiful connection. Yeah, it depends on who you yeah. ask. I'm asking myself. <laughs> right. And I say... <laughs> no, I had it at number 13. Okay. Uh, Derek, really you had it at 26. Yep. Katie had 29. I wonder so, where Michelle Forziati would have had this on her list. Mm-hmm. But she probably hasn't seen 48 of these movies. That's <laughs> probably true. No offense, Michelle. Uh, I like Boy. Yeah, is she fine. listening? <laughs> she might be. All right. uh, she doesn't watch a whole lot of movies, but... Right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Wally is a movie I love. Um, yeah. I think, to it's me, fun. it's it's near the top of my Pixar list. Um, Fr- um, who's in it? The, the guy who plays the president. Fred, the actor. Fred Willard. Fred yep. Willard, yeah. That's the highlight. Fred Willard pops up as a human all of a sudden when all, everyone's a you know fat bag of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as a fat bag of shit, I really appreciate the... Uh, <laughs> this movie speaks to me. It represents me. <laughs> it represents me. A um, fat bag of shit. I'm not going to lie. I kind of hope we get to the point where fat people in chairs <laughs> I'm already there, baby. Try blue. It's the new red. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so moving on, number sixteen. This is this is the movie that surprised me the most in its placing. Uh, the high vote on this was Katie. Katie had it at number three. The low vote on this was me at it forty-three. Wow, wow. My cousin Vinny. Forty-three. Forty-three. Rick, you have to. Well, you can have to uh, talk about this because your 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 opinion's not good. Yeah. yeah. Chill. My cousin Vinny, are you Chill fucking out. kidding me? You know what my cousin Vinny is? What? What is it? It's fine. It's fucking hilarious. It's fine. Pretty good. It's a good fucking movie. I, I have it at. <clears throat> where do I have it? Right next to Wally. I have it at thirty-six. And it's pretty good. It's yeah, co- great comedy. It's fine. It's funny. It's good. It's funny. It's good. Well, right, do you even like comedies? <laughs> no, I hate comedy. I hate I laughing. I hate I joy. I've never heard you ever say you even like the. I want before. every. I mean, when we do Caddyshack. I mean, Star Wars The Last Jedi is the funniest fucking movie I've ever seen. It's actually the saddest tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Derek, you have this at 13. Uh, Anthony has it at 15. It's a surprise, you know? It's just like, just make it, it, people who love Joe Pesci, you know? Yeah. Like, so, you, I didn't grow up with this movie. When you go back and look at it, you're like, Pesci can do this too? You didn't grow up with it. Well, I, I don't think I started as a kid, but looking back, you're like, in Home Alone. Yeah, but, I mean, he's funny in that. Fucking, fucking, motherfucking, motherfucking, motherfucking. But he, Joe Pesci could do it all. In the, what about with Brendan Fraser? 
college days? Was that college years? Oh yeah, was where they, he like he's a bum. Who, yeah, like, he's a, lives he's a Cambr- Cambridge bum. Oh, yeah, but Joe he's Pesci? the yeah. smartest like person yeah. in the room. It's like yeah. Goodwill Hunting before Goodwill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Joe was Pesci. Goodwill Hunting light. Joe Pesci would have been great okay. Will Hunting as Will Hunting. <laughs> 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 Listen, you motherfucker! You gotta carry the you gotta carry the five. <laughs> It's fucking pie, you dodo bird. All right. You like apples, you motherfucker? <laughs> this is where the rubber meets the road here. Because at uh, at number 15, we have our first number one ranking. And in fact, we have our first two number one rankings. And uh, I think this was telegraphed. I think it was. And the, the, number two, the, no, the two number one rankings are Chris Bonapane and myself. Oh, I know what this one is. The low ranking is Katie. She has it at 42. Wow. Did she see it, though, or was it... She, she saw it. Part of the insatiable one. She saw it. There is still one movie... Actually, there's... Two, yeah, there's one movie where someone did not see it. Uh, but this is not one of them. Everyone noted that they saw this movie. This movie is the number one movie for myself and Chris. And it is Citizen Kane. Oh. I was surprised. Surprised. What did you think it was? I don't want to go there right now. Okay. <laughs> he thought it was the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, this is Citizen Kane. Um, I think we, we made our case in the episode. Here's yeah. what I'll say. I think that... This move, this episode has not come out yet, uh, as, of, as of this recording. Okay. So, perhaps, putting into context the history of the movie, what it did may have uh, changed some votes. That being said, uh, Derek, you had Citizen Kane at number 30. Yep. I think it's fair for my first, yeah, first time. Yeah, sure. Uh, Anthony had it at 33. I'm, uh, I'm not even going to jump into, into you guys on this one. Well, you don't need to. And I've already said this a, a bunch of times. I, I really thought that this movie is... Something that I need to like really sink um, my teeth into. I will. I will. I will be honest. This is higher than I thought you would have it. I and I thought you would both think that was a surprise that I had it at thirty. I, yeah. I, I, honestly, when I put it at thirty, I go, I can't wait for them to see that this is not number like forty nine or something. Look, yeah. you did. You shut us up with it. Yeah. Yeah, and thirty still a low number, but no, not I, really. I, I feel like uh, my thirty I, is solid. The nightmare before Christmas. Well, I, I just feel like in a you get a phone call. Um, in a year from now. I might look back and say this is like my number 11 or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm excited to keep watching this. Gia has not seen it, so I'm going to watch this soon with her and then digest it even more on the, yeah. big, on the big screen and do it right. This is, a, this is a movie, honestly, once we recorded our episode, I was like, I should go watch it again. Yeah. Um, you didn't watch it before? I did, but oh. I was like, I should like watch it again. Watch it. Yeah, yeah, rewatch yeah. it again. Do you have the, what, what do you got on it? How are you watching it? Um, I watched HBO Max last time. I don't. Okay. I don't have a physical copy, which I need to. Yeah. You know, considering what's happening with HBO Max, I really need a physical copy. There's five commentaries on the physical copy. Yeah. And whatever me and you can't tell you why to like this movie. Yeah. The commentary will. Uh, let me guess. Uh, let me guess. Some of the commentary. Ben Mankiewicz. No. No. Oh, okay. No. no, no, no. no. So this was number what? Fifteen. You said. This is fifteen. This is, uh, this is two number ones. Um, yeah, I'm excited to watch it again. I think yeah. that, uh, look, Chris, especially in your explanation of the episode, which again hasn't come out yet as of this recording, but um, I'm going to really pay attention to more of the camera work and the, 
I, I definitely noticed the shadowing in the movie, which was super important to me. Yeah. But I'm excited to rewatch that scene that you had mentioned for the camera work and what it does and everything. So I actually, after we did that episode, I rewatched that scene to to try to grasp my photographer filmmaker head around it. And still, like Rick said, they haven't figured out the tricks all the way yeah. at least until the '80s. Still watching it, I'm like, how the fuck did they do that? Because at first I thought it was a film splice, but it's not. Yeah. It's all middle back and forward focus mm. which if you've ever used a lens like on one of these big bigger cameras is fucking impossible to do wow 1941 so can't figure it out secret staggered them number 14 pete rose another number one the number one movie of one rex smith the Warriors again. The, <laughs> the low vote Warriors! here. I'm, I'm, writing in, I'm writing in for the Warriors. The low vote here was Katie. She had it at number 30. This movie is uh, another of Martin Scorsese. Oops. I uh, <laughs> and that is Gangs of New York. Yes. Number one. Derek, why is this your number one? Um, you know when you watch a movie and it just makes you feel comfortable? Like, you, like, it, <laughs> like it just like... Like, I remember seeing uh, Sweeney Todd in the theaters, and the songs, the music, it just resonated with me all around. It just had an aura about it. When I first saw Kings in New York, I was like, I don't know what it is about this world, but I want to just keep seeing it more. Yeah. Um, Daniel Lewis's performance, is, in my opinion, is in the top three of all time. I think his bill cutting is just unfucking believable. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's performance is great. Um, I, I love the, the acting, I love the characters, I love the story. I love, it's basically just a revenge story, really, you know, but it just digs deep. I love some of the lines in the movie, like, you know, he, he, he gets close to this guy and he's under the wing of a dragon It's more warm than you think. This guy killed your father, like, it just has everything there for you, you know, and I just think that, uh, I think it deserves a more respect yeah. than what it gets. That's, that's me. I, I can watch this once a week. Wow. I also I think, like the, this movie. I think the opening fight is fucking phenomenal, yeah. too. And keep in mind, it came out the same year as The Two Towers, and I still think it's that fun, fight it's, is It's like funny when you great. read about the characters that these characters are based off of, how this opening fight, which is so cartoonish, is all like real people. It, it, the, the, the opening, when they're all walking through the thing, and it's yeah. an airy whistle that... Yeah. It's very like airy, like you're all gonna fucking die for what? It's bloody, this arm's getting fucking cut off, uh, you know, in that glass eye, like it's just—it's—it's it's very gritty. I really, really, really love this movie. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I—I—I I, I enjoy it. Um, we're at the point now where there's so many movies that. What did Anthony give this movie? Uh, Anthony. <laughs> gave... I want to know. I want to know. I want to know everybody put this movie. <laughs> yeah, let's. I have uh, it. I had a comfortable twenty-nine. Yep, Chris That's... has twenty-nine. Anthony has it at nine. Uh, Not quite. I have it. I have it at twenty-eight. Wow, that's uh. Sorry, guys. That's solid. No, but twenty-nine. Come on, twenty-nine. That's a great list. You like twenty-eight movies more than this. Yeah. Hey, Anthony. You, you know, you and me. You and me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> right? All of a sudden, Rocky and Apollo are buddies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number thirteen, lucky thirteen. The high vote on this is Derek. Derek has it at number six. The low vote is your new friend, Anthony. He has it at number 29. Uh, this is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So just to put a pot three in the top six, I mean, come on. It's ballsy. It's but ballsy, is it, is it but wise? does it do anything bad? I'm looking at my top six. 
and it doesn't do anything bad, but it does not touch the top six. Yeah. I also feel that with like Indiana Jones, though, like I, I didn't watch them in order, and I didn't think that they had a specific order to them. They do. They I, do. Right, no, for sure, for they absolutely do. But like, I don't think you necessarily need to see the other ones yeah. to understand what right. you're watching. I think it works better like in year of release, but technically you need to start with Temple of Doom, right? That's you do, but you order. don't need to. Yeah. But if you're going in chronology, yeah, chronological order. Yeah. A crusade is like. Um, John Williams, you can't yeah. go wrong with the soundtrack and that. You can't go it's, wrong with River Phoenix opening the movie. You can't go wrong yeah. with Sean Connery and now, the relationship between him and Harrison Ford. It's so great. The villains are great. Killing Nazis is great. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's not the sixth movie on this list, but I agree. All that, everything the sixth you movie said, on my fucking list. Not this whole total list. Did you hear what I said? What number is it on the list? On the list, it is... Uh, it is lucky number 13. Lucky 13. Still I'll take 13. Still no, this so belongs in a museum! So do you. <laughs> so, it, Derek has it at 6, Chris, you have it at 28, Anthony has it at 29, um, Katie has it at 13, I have it at 19. I think top 20. Yeah. Um, I really like this movie. Uh, number 19 in a, in a list like this is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I love Sean Connery in this. Obviously, Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones is... Quite possibly generational the casting of all time. generational performance. Yep. Um, does it raise the level of Raiders? Maybe. It's questionable. Maybe. I think the comedy in this one. Yes, is it's great. funnier than Raiders. It's not. What about the boat? It's not it as perfect <laughs> as Raiders, though. Yes. Raiders is, is monumental. I agree with. And that. I think uh, I think is so much fun. I think the chemistry between Indy and Marion is like all-time great chemistry between romantic leads. I think more romantically is, is Indiana's father. <laughs> yes, Indiana and his father. And, yeah. Sean Connery's look at him when he's like, I can't think of anything. Sean Connery's just like staring at him. Like and Chris, you have been to the place where they filmed yeah. the la- the final scene this, of this movie. This movie sent me to Petra. Yep. I thought it was uh, Alexandretta. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandria? But the way they say it in the movie is Alexandretta. No, it's, it's oh, I've been there too, but it's Petra. Right in Jordan, so I that, that place soon. that they go in for all like the crazy. Is that is that a thing inside there? Was that just like a so you soundstage? you walk like a mile into it? Like you, it's all slot canyons. You start off in the city, and you walk a mile in, and then all of a sudden you have these monuments, and th- this is like the home, the historical home of these Bedouin people, and the, everyone lives in a cave, and the caves are carved out. Is there booby traps? Th- there is booby traps. Yeah, the fuck. There's this people. This people like guarding the treasure because this the front of this building is called the treasury. It's where the Bedouin king would have kept his treasury because this was like the intersection of the spice trade from Asia and Amer- you know the whole spice trade. But is is that exact location? Exactly. You can go, you can go yeah. inside if you don't get shot. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's there's all these. Hey, well, just drink some of that water. From there's the a lot of secrets in fucking this place. Like there are still there's people an immortal knight that lives in there. That there are still people today that live there in the caves. Like, there was this one guy who came up, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and he's, you know, he's flirting with her, he's like, yeah, you know, I live in a cave, like, <laughs> as, a, as a selling point. <laughs> your girlfriend, at the t- she's still your girlfriend, as far as I know, unless something's changed in the last couple no, of days. No, she's still my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Girlfriend at the time. At the time. I just yeah, yeah. Yeah. girlfriend. You could be listening to this <laughs> Picture me when I was younger. <laughs> hey, by the time you hear this, yeah. you could be my ex or my wife or Carly. I'll make sure she listens to this Or Carly, my girlfriend. <laughs> Get a couple hours. Not touching that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so All right. th- this guy sold it like, yeah, I live in a cave. Like, set it off. <laughs> Can we just agree right Pretty now cool. that Indiana Jones is awesome? 
It is. Yes. It kicks ass. Okay. That's why I got it. All right. Like rocking here at twenty. Number twelve. <laughs> the high vote on this one was Chris. Chris had it at number seven. The low vote on this is Anthony. He had it at thirty-seven. Derek, what do you think it is? I don't know. Uh, based on my mathematics, what does what 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 does Chris like? Uh, I'm just taking a look. I'm gonna take a guess. Yeah. And say the thing. Nope. Uh, the this is Rocky. Oh. 37. 37, and I did I did get a comment from Anthony on this. Well, the way I look at it is that boxing <laughs> well, is indeed. not my favorite thing. No, no, okay. Why must they throw so, punches? Rocky tries to rape Adrian in that scene. So, this is what Anthony says. Rocky is a fantastic story and a great series, but on this rewatch, I realized it's just an okay movie. The character of Rocky is pretty annoying and not very likable in this one. The awkward and problematic date scene and the weird scene where he walks that young girl home are good examples of what I mean. Hey, I, Marie. I, I think that's a great scene. I yeah, honestly found scene. myself rooting for Apollo at the end. Ah, uh, Anthony. Also a small point. Rooting for turn, turns heel. Yeah. Rooting for Apollo. Anthony was like baby face. Like, <laughs> who like, watches Rocky to root for Apollo? Anthony won the World Heavyweight Championship with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Next night on Raw. Uh, also, small point, but why doesn't Rocky or any of the other characters have a Philly accent? Why set the movie in Philadelphia if you're not going to lean hard in the setting? It's not all about gimmicks, though. Rocky obviously isn't a bad movie, and is super iconic and impactful, but with 2022 eyes, it just doesn't really hold up as well as I'd like. Like in Chapter 1, I agree. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Rocky is the ultimate. Here's a, you know what, ignoring you know, all that. You know what would have worked? What I think would have bumped it higher for him is if instead of Mickey, Rocky was trained by Rafiki. On this night, you would kill Apollo. You too can be king. you don't like my apartment? It stinks. Vicky, you throwing your shit around? I don't understand I will say, I do find that scene with him and Adrian problematic. It's fucked up. It's not problematic. It is. It's not problematic. How's it not problematic? Because it's not his intention. But he blocks her from leaving. He's dumb. He's not a smart guy. If he knew what he was doing, like, I am uncomfortable. I'm leaving right now. He'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. What can I do to fix it? Sometimes shy girls need to be pushed in the right direction. (laughs) I agree. I'm just kidding. No, seriously. When I saw it, we agreed that it was this one scene that could have been refilmed. But I didn't find it awkward enough where I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. But it was a little bit like that. I don't think it was full blown. Like, I think, again. When she specifically says, I'd like to go home. I do, when and she goes for the door and he blocks the door. That's you can't the, do it's that. Because, it's because he's a lonely guy who thinks that she's not 
open enough that she should be. And what happens? And right, I'm not guys, saying, we're at two hours and twenty two minutes. Uh, <laughs> we gotta sorry. we yeah. gotta get going. All right. Derek, you just spend weeks editing this episode. Um <laughs> okay, number eleven. This is this is the one I want to talk about. All right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this a little bit differently. I know which one you're talking about. I think you do. I'm gonna read I'm gonna everyone else's ranking. Yep. And then I'm gonna read Derek's ranking. Okay. And I'm gonna read what the movie is. <sighs> okay. It should be lower. You son of a bitch. I'm a hail. You're, yeah, okay. So, my ranking. I have it at number 10. Katie has it at 18. Anthony has it at 13. Chris has it at 4. Derek, you have it at... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let me just say, Derek, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Derek, you have it at 48. Derek, go fuck yourself. This movie is Halloween. You have just lost credibility would have been, with the whole audience. Would have been better if I had probably seen it growing up. Oh, I've seen. how many times have you used that one tonight? I've, used, I've seen it twice. The second time, I think I liked it even less. Dude. Um, I, uh, I just don't think it's anywhere near like the, the, the thing. And here's the thing. I, and no pun intended. I think I know that Halloween started everything. Oh the slasher God. movie started with Halloween. I'm not a big slasher fan to begin with. Um, the music bothered me. It was so... Busy. The music <laughs> fucking bothered him. Every, every <laughs> other scene. But... It's just like enough. Like I get what you're trying oh. to do. Um, it just do you, Derek? <laughs> do you get what he was trying to do? You explain to me yeah, what he was trying to do. I mean, would, would you like it better if Michael Myers were a He was trying to make a theme and, and, a, and, a, and a vibe, but um, it just didn't... Just didn't do it for me, Jerry. Chris, I can tell you're upset. I told myself earlier I was going to detach. Lean in. I was lean, in. Detach. Lean, in. Detach. lean in. Lean in. Lean in. Lean in. What do you think of Halloween? I think. I, I, Speaking I, of the don't comment. don't put Gia project on the heat. Don't put the heat on. Yeah, you're the fucker I, with no, 49 No, honestly, on because it. I, I I side with him on this one. Boo. I just, I, I mean, I will say this. My favorite Jamie Lee Curtis role is True Lies. So, you know, I mean, this one's just Great okay. Great movie. Just yeah. okay. Not Halloween. The, 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 the I would rank, really I would rank True Lies above Halloween. It's the first Halloween. one. I get it. It's, it stems yeah. from there. Um, as a movie, I find myself going, when am I really going to get excited and intense? It's just not intense to me. Mm, stop it. It doesn't bring tension for me. It doesn't bring fucking tension. Because, dude, when you watch my a movie, friend, you can't it. watch them on your fucking cell phone laying down. I didn't. Tonight. I didn't watch <laughs> it on the fucking screen. Uh, my, one of my closest friends, Brian Piccolo's favorite movie of all time. I it get sounds why Sounds like a smart guy. He is a smart guy. I get why it's iconic. It's just not my cup of tea. I've seen better horror movies. I think here's a big disconnect. <sighs> hey, guess what? Guess what? You know what my favorite horror movies are? Hereditary, The Lighthouse. I like... Those types of horror movies, the slow burns. I don't like slashers. This I'm is not, a slow burn. When does the action all start happening? Yeah, but it's really slow. Oh god! You, oh, I, I like, like slow burns, slow burn. but this is too slow. I like, slow I like me. medium pace burns. There's <laughs> a disconnect. Regular burns. Let's move on. Second yeah, degree burns. Burn. Let's, let's get to it. Fuck Halloween. Let's get to let's a quick going. disconnect. Ready, Derek? Do you have any younger siblings? No. Rick, do you? I do. And part of the joy, Gia, do you? No, I am the youngest. If I had a younger sibling, I would have murdered them a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sidebar. Part of the joy of having a younger sibling is you can show them movies. Not just movies, books, music, everything you like. You can show it, you can pass it down, and you can gauge a response. Indiana Jones. And guess what, Derek? Not Halloween. 
you were an unloved child <laughs> who, who nobody passed down good Sarah, to here's, here's what we've learned And this today. is why you're 30-something saying, I'm I glad. just saw Halloween for the first time. Hated it. I'm glad. You are you. Robert Ebert. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding the one correct. You. Roger, asshole. <laughs> um... <laughs> Halloween is a, an abysmal I wish, fucking movie. And I, I wish hate, you were my little brother. This movie is so fucking bad. When you were in eighth grade, I want to punch myself for watching it. Oh my God. I, I want to punch you for watching it too. I'm going to kill everybody in this room just for that. What the fuck did I do? Piece of shit. All right. So that's going to be the most contentious one of the so night, I So we knew I this was going to get hot. This so was, this, yeah. Uh, okay. Can you just call The Shining so we can get that that next drink? Not going? yet. Not yet. Oh, God. Number 10. I need, I need one now. So Number 10. Call something. Number 10. We're in the top 10, people. Top 10, baby. High vote on this one. Chris. Number 5. Low vote on this one, Katie, number 43. Oh, wow. there we go. I'm out of the hot seat, baby. Good, good thing Katie's out here so I can scream at her. <laughs> Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. It's actually pronounced Rosemary's. Oh, my God. It's pronounced <laughs> Rosemary. <laughs> Rosemary's. Excuse me, everyone. Excuse me, everyone. I'm to let you know that Rosemary's Baby is the correct title. Rosemary. Rosemary. Wait, oh. why, why am I Anthony now? Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。Rosemary's。R
right. Um, so l- luckily you burned me so bad with Halloween, I don't got to beat you up on Rosemary. Plus it was a Katie, she buried yep. that one. Okay, number nine. You burned me on Home Ascension, so where are you? Oh, I, I burned you good on that here's one. A, here's a, uh, so number number nine is a a rare tie uh, on the high mark uh, with Chris and Derek. Oh. Right? Redemption <laughs> you don't program. deserve my skin. Redemption program. We they have it, it at number three. The low vote is Katie. She has the 38. Wow. And this movie is Taxi Driver. Katie, Katie, Katie. 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 Are you watching <laughs> these movies at work? Mind? Like, <laughs> this is one of the greatest character studies in the history of film. Yeah. Katie, sit down, dark room, snack. What do you eat with this one, Derek? <laughs> My fucking fist, because I'm upset. <laughs> Sit down, dark room, don't answer the phone, and watch the movie. So, this is, this is a... Where'd you play, Rick? I had it at number nine. Three, three, nine. How about, how about, how about Anthony? Anthony. Little Anthony? <laughs> little Anthony? <laughs> no, little Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I call him Big Tone, but... Um, okay. No, he had a 32. Oh, God. Well, this this is honestly I expected. It's just here's here's the thing. When I watch in chapter one, how many? It's, it's the children that are. Here with us. I can't wait for Anthony. I wish I set it up. I wish I set it up that he like came in now and was like, "You have something to fucking say, Derek." <laughs> he throws you out the window. <laughs> Knocks me out. I go through the fucking window. It's the same music in Rocky Five. He's beating Tommy Gunn. It's like no, 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 ding. You guys, you guys definitely need to do a good rematch on his next spot, though. I'm gonna do an episode just me and him on a yeah. movie that I I'm, at chapter yeah. two. Yeah, just call me out. and just, Anthony. Just that's that's it. Right. That'd be ding. the great. We are locked ding. in a fucking room. Taxi Driver is spectacular. Is this is this Scorsese's masterpiece? One no, no, he has, yeah, it's one of them. Yeah. yeah. One, of, I get, I get, one of the Scorsese masterpieces. I guess this, is this the best movie of 1976? It's, Rick, it's, one it's going to be Network. I, I think it's it's neck and neck with net, neck and neck with Network. Neck and neck with Network. Neck and neck with Network. Chris, what do you think? Network versus Taxi Driver. I go Taxi Driver because they're both great both important but Taxi Driver understands film more than network which is an outrageously good script Taxi Driver uses technique and I'm a huge fan of film technique Chris, so ask me t- tell me that you tell me your hip tell me your hip I'm a little hip you don't look hip <laughs> go, 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 go on, go I think I think I think, I think network um, well Taxi Driver understands film I think network understands and, and Taxi Driver certainly does understand a portion of society. Right. I think Network also understands... And we're, ultimately, we're arguing fucking elite, yeah, yeah. elite movie versus what, elite movie. What do you like better? Atlantic or Pacific caveat? Sure. sure. Um, I think Network understands um, a different level of society on a, on a, on a much larger level, I think. I, no, I agree. Yeah. But yeah. these two against each other... Taxi Driver is the film. Like when you have a movie like this, where the whole third act can be up for interpretation, you sure. don't get that with Network. Network's very in your face. Very much so. Yes. yes. This movie, people can still watch it. You can have any degree you want. You could have studied and learned whatever you want, but this one, you'll still watch, and you won't have the answer. Yep. And how often does that movie come? Sure. Out? Sure. And I think uh, Network, though, I think the answer reveal itself over time. I think when it came out. 
it was very much like this is a fantasy. And now Just you, you. Yeah. now you look at it and go, this has been reality for thirty years. That uh, same thing can be said for Taxi Driver. Sure. Not thirty years, but sure. fifteen. Sure. Uh, and yeah, again, this is. Uh, I just know. I know you're going to win, sir. I know you're going to win. I don't, I don't know much about politics, but uh, I know a lot of people talk. I know you're going to win. This sounds like a man who's yeah. very fucking troubled. So, TD baby. number eight. This might get some hackles raised. High vote on this one. Chris Bonapane. Number two. Low vote on this one. Derek Smith. I'm using my whole fucking name. Derek no. Robert Smith. Grew up in Saugus, Mass. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Present. Number 37. I'm not going to beat Derek up on this one. The we, Empire Strikes Back. We've had battles in this past hour or two hours. I'm not going to beat you up on this one because it's still number eight, which ultimately is the proof Chris. that you need to see how wrong Chris. you are. <laughs> Chris. I, I don't need to say Chris, anything. Chris, yes. I love you. I love you too, buddy. Nah, you fucked up. I know. I set you up. <laughs> I know, but I was. I, I, thought, wanted, I, thought I, I wanted you, was everyone, to know that he fucked up. I thought the insult was coming. I was getting yeah. ready for that because you're wrong. It's, it's all right. It's, it's number eight on, on the total list, so you're wrong. You guys know how I feel about Star Wars. You're the guy who brought it down. Where did Anthony put it? Brought uh, it down. It's number eight. Be fucking happy in the top it? ten. Let me look. Yeah, because you, you and Anthony have gone either way. I have to say, as far as Star Wars goes, that. What ruined it for me was the first thing I saw related to any of those movies was Spaceballs. And so all that'll of my it. references, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's Dark Helmet. Okay. Oh, that'll do it. I think so, if I grew up with Star Wars, I think I'd be a Let's fan. go through the list. Derek had it at 37. Chris, you had it at 2. Anthony had it at 26. Katie had it at 14. I had it at 3. So me and Rick are the most correct on Absolutely, yes. No. We, are, we are 100% the most correct. This movie changed the fucking world. No, it did. Yeah. It really, literally did. It changed the fucking well, world. You know there what? was for, no sequel For everyone this, who this bashed kind of like the whole Harry Potter, like Anthony, you know, it's, it's, I feel like it's it's kind of like Friends or Seinfeld. You're one or the other, you know? And I, feel I don't like even not hate everyone. I just don't think it's... Before this you movie... You just think it's all lightsabers. Before this movie, you didn't do sequels continuing a story. You did a knockoff. Godfather Which is two. when you take Godfather the thing... Godfather Part 2. That was just the rest of the book, though. That no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. There was so much new shit in that movie. And the good shit's from the rest of the book. So again, Derek is wrong on this one. This one... Um, Guys, you just knocked it off. Guys. Why would they knock off the Godfather when they could do the rest of the Godfather book? Guys, I'm not bashing Star Wars. Not my favorite. Not my favorite thing. Seems like Let's you are. On. Let's move on. Okay, no, so I'm not going to beat you up on this. You're yeah, both, you're okay. Both fucking butthurt let's, with your lightsabers up, your fucking assholes. I'll shove a lightsaber right up your fucking ass. <laughs> I'll put All a right. purple one up there. So number seven. To me, this is <laughs> this is an interesting but one. You don't know. Let Chris okay. keep going. I know. I know he's hot about this. Yeah, to going. me, the only question about the Empire Strikes Back on this list is, and this is where the conflict comes in. Is it better than Citizen Kane? And that was the struggle for me. You guys just be like, oh yeah, it's a 38. School of Rock's better. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know... It's no School of Rock. Star Wars okay. is... Well, you see, School of Rock <laughs> has uh, the yeah. thing where Jack Black's Don't performance... Little Miss Sunshine, like the Bumblebee video from the 90s, so sweet. You jerk off the Yoda, though. Every day. <laughs> Point proven. Number seven. Okay, so number seven is an interesting one. Up until the last ballot that came in was Katie. Katie did not see this movie. Up until that ballot came in, this was tied for number one. Are we drinking? No. 
The high. I know we got two drinks. The high. We have two drinks left. The high vote on this one was me. I had number two. The low vote on this one, other than Katie who hasn't seen it, was Chris, who had it at number 16. John Carpenter's The Thing. I think if Katie saw this movie, it could potentially have won the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no pun intended. This was tied for number one. I was pretty convinced it was going to win, but she didn't get around to it. Um, I love this movie. Yes. I do too. It's my top 20. Yeah. Sure. It is... Horrifying and man, those designs for the '80s, fucking scary as fuck. No, yes. Nothing that's come after that, besides maybe Tim Curry's Pennywise, has fucking freaked me out as much as those designs. The fucking hideous yeah. dog creature oh, the thing. The way they abuse the dogs. The, yeah. dude, the, the head, the, the head coming out and stuff. The fucking chest with the teeth. Fucking brilliant. You have a performance from Kurt Russell. Just a tremendous leading man performance. Outstanding. You have. Carpenter, his mu- like, and more Coney's music as well in this. Um, you had like just, just stretching the tension. You have the incredible creature designs. There's nothing not to love about this. Movie. I hate the snow. It's scary to me. Like being, like being locked in a building with snow, like you don't know who's the fucking monster next. And even watching it, I still get excited. You know, like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just oh, this is the perfect snow day. It's movie. just oh man. I think we, we actually. I remember planning it. It was the winter, and I was like, we're getting a snowstorm in a couple of days. I want to watch the Hateful Eight, and I want to watch the perfect, yeah. great day. Good program in there. Yeah, good program. Morricone. Who'd, who'd have thought? I know the, we're having the, a Morricone he's snow the, day. He's the king of the desert music, and he's the king of the snow music. Yeah. Also, one of the things that like we didn't touch on on the episode is. Um, just the, the horror of somebody in a foreign language that you have zero of, which I think in this case it's Swedish or Finland. And Norwegian or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And like, they're just shouting at you with a weapon. Yeah. And he's panicking, but they waste him. Yeah. Like, oh, we got to fucking It's also, I mean, we're looking at the 80s. Everything in the 80s has to be looked at through the lens of AIDS. It's a bunch, think about this, it's a group of men together. You don't know if they have spreading, this. You yeah. spreading it to each other. You don't know who has it by looking at somebody until stuff starts going extremely wrong with their bodies. Yes. Um, and when again, what number did I have this? You had this. Let me look. Ten. Yeah, this is my number ten. I had it at sixteen, but the you know my fifteen ahead of it is like. Yeah, uh, immovable classics. Yeah, Derek has a ten. Chris has a sixteen. Anthony has it seven. Katie didn't see it. I had it two. And I, I had. I agree. If Katie had seen it, I think it would have been number one. Excuse me. I mean, at, at least like some, at least a wild card. It could have been number. Three. Oh, she's like it went yeah. forty-eight. Yeah, it could yeah. Have been she's like I knew who it was the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> what did it mean? It wasn't <laughs> Kurt Russell. <laughs> He's the star. I don't know Charlie Stout. Okay. Double's Moving on to number six. We're drinking. All right, finally. Jeez, I needed a drink last time. We're drinking. This beat the thing movies. by one point. Whoa. The high vote on this was Anthony. He had it at number four. The low vote on this was Derek. Derek had it at number 27. All right, I'll go get them. Good Will Hunting. We're having Boston Lager. Boston Lager, boys. And we'll have a drink. And we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, Goodwill Hunting. We are back with our Boston Lagers. 
and I'm having a slice of water. How do you like them apples? I love the uh, the uh, Louis C.K. joke, the latest one he did. Yeah, Louis C.K. Maybe Louis we know. Louis C.K. Him. Him. Uh, he's never been funny, that guy. So we're drinking Boston Lagers and eating Santa. I don't think I agree with anything Chris thinks about comedians. <laughs> so Goodwill Hunting. Um, this Anthony was a high vote on this one. I did get a quote from him. Can't fucking wait. What number? Uh, Anthony was the high vote. He had it at number four. Jesus, that is fucking high for this movie. It is high. Good movie. Is it great? Do I need to elaborate, or can I just Robin Williams? This is going for you, Derek. He's trying to convince you. Son of a bitch stole my line. The Carlton Fist story. The that's good stuff monologue and a long list of great Robin Williams performances. This might be the best. Maybe only second to Genie. In addition to Williams, the movie just works for me on every level. Do you like apples? And it's not your fault scenes have totally permeated society in a way that only classic movie scenes do. The it's not your fault scene in particular sticks with me because on paper it seems so corny and lame. But in the moment, it hits all the right emotional notes, and the chemistry between Williams and Damon elevates it in a special way. The score from Elliot Smith is perfect, and the, and highlights the work of a hugely underappreciated artist. Obviously, there might be some Boston bias here, but I truly think some part of this story resonates with anyone who watches it. Especially Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? Because I can see, I can see the glint in your eyes. My question is, is I can see the accent coming out. Robin Williams' performance is one of the greatest of all time. Deserves the Oscar uh, every time he's in that bench. Every time he's sitting on that bench and talking, it just fucking pulls my heart out. If Robin Williams wasn't in this movie, would it have been as good? I mean, he is in this movie, so that's a fucking Robin ridiculous Williams question. Robin not in this movie. Somebody like else plays... It's like saying if oxygen didn't exist, Earth would suck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. If Al Pacino wasn't in The Devil's Advocate, would it be good? It depends who, ca- who you, you cast him. If uh, Sam Peckinpah directed w- The Godfather, it wouldn't be as good. Who? Your point? I'm, le- I'm done with I'm done with this fucking... Ep- get- uh, We're almost there, you guys. I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing Peckinpah's take on it. That's would be good. That'd be yeah, good. Yeah, that'd be good. But it's not. It's not hopeless. Good Will Hunting's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I think it's good. I just don't know if it's number four, but you know. Well, you didn't have it at number four. You had it at number twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yes, I did. Um, so uh, this this movie, uh, everyone else besides you, Derek, had it in the top twenty. You were much more Boston kids. Chris, you had it at fifteen. I was a big Boston guy. Yeah. Born there. Uh, Anthony obviously out of the four. Katie had 17. I had 18. This Uh, is the perfect Boston movie. It gets everything. It it nails it. It's like almost like Boston guys wrote it. Seems like it. Yeah. (laughs) No. I I do. Derek. 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 I don't like the fact that, I mean, I'm a long time Ben Affleck hater. Ooh. But Ow. reading that reading. sentence felt like sandpaper on my skin. <laughs> Affleck just kicks in the door. So you're going out the fucking window. <laughs> hey, listen to me, you fucking chuckle. No, what do you I, mean? You're like Ben Affleck. See me smiling? Idiot, baby. Ben, uh-huh. ben Affleck's best role is dogma. And then I think. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. Let me finish my point. All right. My point is is that I was a bit of Ben Affleck for a long time until I read that he went through a lot of shit for the role that he had in this movie. I think he regretted taking the dumber character and not the smarter character. 
And he was like, ever since then, I've been fighting critics. I've been fighting everybody who think I'm a, I'm a lousy actor. Yeah, they see him as a construction worker, not yeah. the guy who wrote. So the I think I I I kind that of that's a great writer. Yeah, his scripts are excellent. The, the, I think his acting in the town it, it leaves much to be desired. But I, I think I like him more than I used to. The town's not on the upper tier of his work. It's it's fine. No, his acting yeah. is just like sometimes it's, it's fine. Just, you think you're fucking better than me? Yeah. Gia, what do you think of Goodwill Hunting? Um. Robin Williams is, I feel like, the best part of this movie, and, you know, granted, granted, uh, you know, uh, the two... Derek, kids. why are you flipping us all off? What? You just flipped us all off. No, I didn't. I told her to go off. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I figured it out. <laughs> My volume. <laughs> 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 Don't get mad at you. You like to <laughs> 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 but yeah, I just the, the the point of it being that he's like the smartest guy, and he just like finishes other people. Like of all the places, what like Harvard? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's I, good. I, 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 I Robin Williams is my favorite part of this. I movie. think he was drawn to that place because it's a place that he felt like he needed to be a part of in some way. So it's like people that want to be in the film industry who move to Los Angeles to be production assistants. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they want to be there. They want part of it. But they have no in, so he takes the janitor job. And I have a question though: What if the guy says he doesn't like apples? <laughs> best fucking Louis C.K. joke. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> well, the best Louis C.K. joke I think is when he um, jerked off in front of a woman who didn't want him to do it. Oh, uh, that's his whole yeah. shtick, though. That's his whole thing. Yeah. I'm so sore. He's not funny to me now. Um, he was never funny. He's to be like, hey, how about being married? Fucking Chris, sucks. My wife, my wife doesn't fuck me. She's gross. Ah. You do realize he's like in the top three comedians of his time. In I'm his time. aging and my body is not what it once um, was. I got so all this fat. He's like, if yeah, Seth, guys, guys, if Seth you Rogen know, you was an asshole, argument, move forward. He, he stole Seth Rogen's gimmick and then he didn't. <laughs> stole <laughs> Seth Rogen's gimmick? <laughs> and then he did, if Seth Rogen was an asshole. No. You're, you're, you're so fucking <laughs> Top five, baby. <laughs> We're on top five. Awesome. We get a number one here at uh, at number five. Katie's number one. The high watermark here for this one. The low uh, low voter here was Derek, of course. <laughs> uh, and Derek had the number twenty four. So Derek enjoyed this movie. We'll see. This is a movie that everyone likes. I feel like uh, the Princess Bride. Ooh, I love this movie. Yeah, good movie. Yes, great movie. Um, yeah, Princess wow, Bride. Wow, her number one. Her That's, number one. Wow, okay, cool. It's bold. I get it, though. Yeah, for sure. I 100% get it. It's fun. You know, it's, it's a treat. Yes. There's, you know, we just recorded this episode two days ago. Inconceivable! In, yes. There's not one scene in this movie where I'm not fucking grinning ear to ear. Um, you know, it, we're, we're getting to the point where we're just kind of heaping praise on these movies. Mm-hmm. Um... But Princess Bride, just to, to go over it, Derek had at 24, Chris, you had at 23. We were right there. Anthony had at 12, Katie won, I had at 11. It's uh, on the top 25, you can't really, there's no argument. Yeah. Buttercup's yeah. yeah. kind of useless character, but okay. I mean, she kind of, she drives the store. Trying to stir some shit, that's all. <laughs> I, th- I think there might be more shit to say. No, she is. She's Helen of Troy. <laughs> uh, Maybe. So it, this came out at a time where there was a lot of movies like this coming out, and I feel like this is the one that stood the test of time. This came out when I was born. For good born. reason. Eighty-seven. The only other movie like this 
doing this gimmick that stands out till today is legend. We know Rick loves legends. <laughs> fuck legends. <laughs> okay, Tim Curry's in it, so not fuck legends. Yeah, the makeup's great. Tom Cruise, 16 years Tom old. Tom Cruise is also in Legend. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Curry's great. Also, Tom Cruise is in the movie. The last unicorn horn. Sure, sure, surely is Those the plot of that stakes. movie. Those are high stakes. Yeah. Uh, number four. Number four um, was tied for number one before Katie's ballot came in. Uh, Katie is the low vote in this movie. She has it number 34. Derek is the high vote on it. He has it number four. And that will be Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. 34, Katie? Yes. Yikes. That's all I gotta say. Is all I gotta say is yikes. It's in all the right. top 20 for me. I got it at 19. Yeah, like I said, if, if this was this was tied for number one. Um, would if, if, if Katie did not get her ballot in, would have been uh, number two with the tiebreaker. What do the Brassos think? Um, I think everyone else had it pretty high. Let me look up the... So, Derek, you had it at 4. Chris, you had it at 19. Anthony had it at 6. Katie, 34. I also had it at 6. Wow. So I'll defend my 19. Yeah. It's in the top 20. It's it's epic. It's fantastic. It's just, personally, to me, some of the movies ahead of it on the list is like Superman, Die Hard, the, I know, Casino, Rocky, Alien, Rosemary's Baby, Halloween, Taxi Driver, Empire Strikes Back, Citizen Kane. Is it better than any of them? I don't think so. Heat, heat's ahead of it. And when I saw Return of the King, it, 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 it was like beyond what I thought it was going to be. I love Fellowship of Two Towers, my favorite movies of all time. And then Return of the King, it just blew my fucking mind. The, the Battle of Pelennor Fields was like when the Rohirrim are riding down and the music. Oh my god, it fucking tears me up. Such a fucking great, great, great movie. That's just nothing. Love it. Say. Love, love Return six, of the King. Six endings. I love every ending. That's yeah. The Ride of the Rohirrim. Uh, just a beautiful scene. This, this scene was um, doxxed on Clerks too, but it, it, though it was funny, the comedy of the scene, but it missed the point to me. Yeah. I didn't agree with the Kevin comedy. Smith doesn't get Yeah, he, he, he didn't yeah. understand it. Yeah. But I, I liked the comedy of it. It was fine. But the scene, you know, being doxxed like that, I don't he, he missed it. He missed Number three. This one is a bit of a surprise for me that it ranked this high. I'm happy to see it ranked this high. Um... The high vote on this one was Anthony. He had it at number two. The low vote on this one, of course, was Derek. He had it at number 32. This is Mad Max Fury Road. Number two? Number th- it's num- Yep, so it is number three for the entire list. Um, this does one thing very, very well. So, to go over it, uh, Derek, you had it at 32. Chris, you had it at 24. Uh, right in the top 25. Yep, Anthony added it at 2, Katie added it at 9, I added it at 4. Um, I absolutely love this movie. I think it has a lot to say. Um, I think the, uh, the, the stunt work is fucking mesmerizing. I think the... The, the, the fucking balls of George Miller to go out in the desert and make this when he did is incredible um yeah I mean I can't say enough good things about this movie uh, I certainly like the uh, the action I think the action and the camera work everything's mm-hmm. great there um 
uh, character I, I, design, production design. Yeah, all that stuff's good. I, I think um, we didn't really see these these figures in other Mad Max movies, like the, the way they did the makeup. I think this is one of those movies for sure where like, you go buy the biggest fucking TV you can find, you get a bag of popcorn, and yeah. you just put that fucking thing In on the theater, it was yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. I wonder how it would have been in one of those theaters that go like, uh, maybe IMAX, uh, I'm sure it was in IMAX. Yeah, like, you know. yeah. I think that's where I saw it. And it's one of the reasons why I don't really rewatch this movie too much because I can never capture that lightning right, in the water right, again. Right. I, I do remember, I think I told the story in the episode. I, at some point, probably right after the first act, when we finally stop and like catch our breath with the, with the wives and Morton Joe like washing themselves, I looked around the theater and everyone's eyes were just like, what am I watching? Like they couldn't comprehend what they were seeing and I like I remember like looking at this guy, like remember one guy in particular I looked at him and he was his face was just like stunned she was like I was just stabbed by my wife in the back just now and it was like I just saw something like I was not expecting what this was um let's go to number two the number two movie is our final drink of the night the high vote is me. I had it at number seven. The low vote is Derek. He had it at number 19. This is one of two movies that was in everybody's top 20. The Shining. It's my number, last... Number two? Number uh, a two. A people don't like this movie. It's the last movie... Not, our, not our Academy. Not, our Academy not our, liked it. Not our movie, but... And what are we drinking, Rick, for this one? We are drinking... Jack Daniels. Neat. Neat. And why? Because that is what uh, Jack Torrance drinks. Um, so, The Shining. Obviously, we all really like this movie. Uh, it's top 20 for everybody. So much to discuss with this. and Go back and listen to the episode because it's a super fun one. You get Jack Nicholson, you get Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Uh, you know, you have old, old again movie. another snow movie. Yeah, definitely, an old, definitely a snow movie. Uh, the weird paintings in uh, what's his face's house. Yes, uh, <laughs> so many, so many theories that we discussed. Jack Daniels. Um. So yeah, go back and watch that. I think we're kind of running out of steam here because we're all uh, looking forward to number one. And number one... I don't even know what it is. I can't mathematically n- figure it out. Number one, the high vote is Anthony. He added that number one. I, I know what it is. I hate the fact that he I know what it is. The low vote is Chris. You're not going to hate Anthony on both this one. Yep. The low vote is Chris. Chris added the number 18. Solid ranking. Number one movie for <clears throat> season two. Wait, wait. Let me just... Sing it to Rick. He's a music guy. Dunce, 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 dun, 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 dun. I don't know what Chris is doing. <laughs> but uh, number one, I don't know, I don't know what he's doing. number one is a silent guardian, a watchful protector. The Dark Knight is number one. Uh, you didn't get the theme? Uh, it wasn't the best rendition. <laughs> that's what I heard. Uh, so, yeah, this is Anthony's number one, so I did... Uh, 
get a comment from him here. Oh, I think. <laughs> I was trying to go for the I temple of doom. Boy, stories. I've got a Cockney accent <laughs> now. Alright, then number one, sound pain, uh, isn't it? <laughs> Unsurprisingly, the special thing about The Dark Knight is the performance of Heath Ledger as the Joker. The opening bank robbery scene perfectly introduces this totally unpredictable, insane, and clever villain. Every time he's on screen, and even sometimes when he's not, I'm on the edge of my seat to see what he's going to do next. All the great villains in the dozens of superhero movies that have come since The Dark Knight, examples given Thanos, Killmonger, Loki... Dano's Riddler are all at best a distant second to Ledger's Joker. I understand how this may seem at odds with my low ranking of Heat. I'm glad he brought that up. I can see how the Dark Knight is a huge homage to that movie. However, Heat is missing two huge ingredients that make the Dark Knight a massive improvement in my opinion. One, the absolute chaos the Joker brings to the story, and two, clear stakes that make me care about the outcome of the film. I mean, I can't disagree with that. The Dark Knight is... Yeah, everybody loves The Dark Knight. It's, who dislikes that movie? There's nobody. It's well, I'll tell you, nobody dislikes it in our academy because... Let me go through the rankings here for The Dark Knight. Derek, you had it at number 11. Chris had it at 18. Anthony had it at 1. Katie had it at 2. I had it at 17. Wow, so me and Rick were right there. Yep. Right in the middle. I think it's because the intellect is just gigantic. We are, yeah. yes. Uh, our brains are massive. We get it. You suck each other off. <laughs> I mean, listen, we do, we, we do, but that has nothing to do with how intelligent we are. Can you keep doing that noise, Derek? <laughs> Slower? It's, way, it's like way too practiced. I don't know. Why, why did you get that done? Because me and John Chesbrough do that a lot of <laughs> hey John <laughs> He's calling me yeah, like, Let's do the thing He's not John, he's Honey Johnny yeah. Yeah. So The Dark Knight um, I was a little surprised That this was number one I really thought going into it The Return of the King was going to be number one um, Just because I think everyone sort of likes that movie Katie was a little bit lower than I thought it would be I thought Citizen Kane was clear number one like, if We all watched the movies so Yeah that's true, but I, just knowing the taste of everybody yeah, I, I was. I'd be surprised if it came. Kind of, should it be? Yes. That's the kind of movie where you put taste aside. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. You, you you make you put a bigger group together. King goes further and further down the list. We know that for a fact. Because we don't know that for a fact at all. We, no, we know for a fact because people yeah, people our age people our age don't they don't deal with old movies well. They don't watch them. You know, okay. this is going to be a low ranking movie for us. One of my favorite movies that's black and white. It's bringing up baby with Katherine Hepburn and Cary Grant, and that's I tried. It's a great I, movie. Yeah. It's a fantastic movie, and I tried showing my friends, and they were just like, "Can we please, please?" You know what that it. tells me? You need new friends. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we don't hang out very often the, anymore. The, well, so. the humor of that movie is antiquated because now people are used to. Uh, used to Louis C.K. talking about, oh, I got all this extra fat hey, and you know what? my I wife's ugly. Before I found out <laughs> the... What comedians do you like, Chris? I like all the greats. Gee, what were you <laughs> saying? Like all yeah, the all the well, what I was going to say is before finding <laughs> out George that, Carlin fan? <laughs> that what he did, I, uh, he was one of my favorites. I truly did enjoy Louis C.K. I enjoyed the different shows that he had. Uh, Lucky Louie on HBO. I like that show. That was I, a good show. Yep, I loved Just Louie on um, FXX, whatever the fuck that it was. That one was a little too pretentious for my... 
But, like, there are certain scenes. Like, there's, like, the one scene where he uh, is trying to get the doll ready for Christmas for his daughter. And just, like, everything's fucking up. The eye gets stuck in. He's trying to pull it out. But by the end, he's, like, in tears. And then it's... It, in my opinion, I fucked up in real life. Yeah. Of all this of all the of all the scumbags, who I'm, broke your heart the most? For me, uh, John Lasseter broke my heart the most. Ah, uh, I see that because y- you still don't bash him when I bash him. It hurts. You, you it still, hurts me. You're still not getting on. Hurts my heart. Fuck him, John Lasseter. He was the head John of Pixar. Lasseter. And uh, I'm gonna attempt. This is not gonna work well for an audio medium, but uh, the female employees of Pixar had to uh, create what they called the Lassiter stance and I'm going to do it and it was basically like this like all the women when you around would sit like this which I'm basically putting my forearm between my knees it's uncomfortable to watch, it's uncomfortable to watch uh, because he'd uh, put his hands up skirts wow yeah um, allegedly put his hand up skirts um but yeah, that one that one broke my heart a bit. Uh, but there's a lot of Hollywood scumbags out there, unfortunately. So I mean, it's kind of like Kevin Spacey, you know what I mean? Like he's that's a piece another of shit one. Now, but Divide like, the art from you, the shit. Can Kevin you Spacey's still enjoy him in seven? Actor. Anyone who disagrees <laughs> now, yeah. you're an idiot. Like, it's just a matter of time before they all get canceled, though. Truly, because seriously. it's a fucking pariah culture. Yep. It's, it's just, you know, it's I was fun. at freaking Five Guys today, right? And I'm just standing in line, and some old man just grabs my arm, and then he was like looking at my shirt and he's like you weren't born in 75 you should know nothing about this and I was like oh you know I, I like older music and even then if you were born in 75 that makes no sense because you would be what Rega- 20 by the time you got older regardless why on earth did this man feel it was okay to touch my arm I don't know him in the fucking you should have been like yes I'm actually 70 <laughs> and just like just, just move on yeah. Yeah. but I'm one I used to be I'm an immortal vampire <laughs> I'm I have gonna, to get I'm, this shit prepared. I'm, I'm going to give a comedy answer to Rick's question. The one scumbag who broke my heart was Donald Trump. Because when I campaigned for him in, Wrong. 2000, I campaigned Wrong. in 2014, Wrong. I thought we really had something special. <laughs> he was telling me that Wrong. fat cows Wrong. can't run the Wrong. White House. And <laughs> you shouldn't be working for CNN. We're going to build a wall in the East Fake Coast. News. We're going to keep out the lobsters. Fake news. We're going to build a wall. Wrong. <laughs> Mexico is gonna pay for We're it. We're gonna build a wall from Florida to Florida. I'm the least person I know. <laughs> We're gonna encase I am Florida. 210 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I run a 4640. <laughs> thank you for watching our three yeah, hour episode. I think, I think we uh, It is. This has moment. been an epic episode. Um, this is. The Dark Knight uh, Reigns. You're probably not gonna hear my voice for a while, so I just want to. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us for 102 episodes. Uh, 103. I don't know. I've lost count. It's, over on. it's, it's like a thousand. It's a lot of episodes. It's a lot of hours. I want to thank you so much for uh, bearing with me. And I hope you realize that my taste in movies is by far the, the, the greater of the two co-hosts. I uh, wish we didn't why he's go leaving. with... Yep. I wish we didn't go with Jack Daniels' knee for The Shining... Because <laughs> this was like, what was the top five, right? It was Pretty, number two. It was number two. And this is really punching the it's esophagus really, yeah. on the way down. Yeah, it's, it hurts. It but stings. But I honor my commitments. S- yeah, it <laughs> so. stings. <laughs> Derek has drunk uh, two Snapples, sugar-free. 
Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> diet Snapple, they make the best diet drinks. I had a uh, peach Sprite Zero. There you go. It's delicious. You had Five Guys. I'm a little jealous. I kind of need a greasy I burger right I wish now. Five Guys was open. We'd, we'd roll up in that place with $20 bills. <laughs> season th- season two was great. Season three is going to be great. I'm going to be back. Gia yeah. will be back. I will be back eventually. Rip will be back. I'll be I'll be tired as all hell. You know, if you can if you can get get out of there for a couple hours, we can bang a couple here and then do that. You know, every couple of months or whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever, well, whatever you know, happens. maybe you know, maybe fatherhood will change all my opinions on movies. The truth is, uh, <clears throat> Rick's not really going to be a father. He got a new agent. That's true. And the agents tell him, "You got to break off." You're going to see me. You're, you're going to see me. Out. Get out. He's Everybody, like, I'm shutting it out of that show. Everybody knows that Rick is the Marty Jannetty. <laughs> I've, 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 ex- I've signed an exclusive contract <laughs> with The Ringer. Uh, I'm gonna be, I haven't told Derek, but I'm going to be on three different podcasts. you got to break up the, with Derek. Yeah. The greater movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, thanks so much. This has been uh, super fun. Um, thanks to Derek, of course. Thanks to Chris, who joined us for more episodes than any other guest host. Thank you, uh, thanks to Gia, who I think probably with this one makes number two uh, most guest appearances most as well. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly finish this Jack Daniels. Um, I've uh, of course, as always, for the last time, I guess, uh, officially been your co-host, Big Dick Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Barrasso. You know who I am. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Goodbye. And of course, we've had our special guests, Chris Bonifani. Uh, Derek wants me to tell you all to go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and Gia I, Smith. I'm not going to do it, though. Bye. Greek Gia. <laughs> Keep listening to this podcast because we get a lot of good stuff coming up. And uh, enjoy yourselves. Like movies, uh, movies are great. Love you, bye. The greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie. Come on and hear me now. Greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie. Come on and hear me now.